I'm competitive. I really like to win. I like being in a competition, putting my skills against other people's and doing my best to take the top slot. There's something very satisfying about it for me. The excitement, the adrenaline, the rush of winning. But it also means that I don't focus enough on other things, you know, like practicing and getting better or measuring my progress against where I've been versus where I am. This is the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And it comes up a lot in areas of life, including business, communications, and for me, cycling. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another episode. Let's jump right into things. What is a growth mindset? You may know that I'm a cycling enthusiast. I love it, but I tend to have a fixed mindset about it. That means that somewhere deep in my brain is the belief that being good at cycling is an innate natural talent and I have what I have. This, as I am often told by my coach, is simply not true. With practice and time, I get better at cycling. I get faster and more efficient and more precise, and my resting heart rate continues to decrease, which always freaks out the nurses at doctor's appointments and makes me laugh. When I keep that in mind, I have a growth mindset. But because I'm crazy competitive, it's difficult for me not to get out in a race against the elite men as if I could ever beat them. I can't. But that doesn't stop me from trying every single time. And that's not good. It's a fixed mindset, which means I'm stuck and powerless to do better. As it turns out, that applies to business too. But when we adopt a growth mindset, the horizon expands. In our communications programs, this means looking at more than what you have in front of you right this second. All plans have to take into account time and budgetary restrictions. There are real constraints on what you can do. Would it be nice to have an unlimited paid ads budget in a year or so to refine the creative? Sure. Well, that's not going to happen. What you really have is $200 and one month. You might not achieve your stretch goal, but you'll make progress and you'll learn important new information. And the next time you'll do better and get further. Having a fixed mindset keeps us locked in place and it can be frustrating. The constraints or the things we can't immediately change can seem impossible to work around and we start to be afraid to even try. That fear and resistance to trying something new or taking a risk is one of the signs that you're in a fixed mindset. You'll see the negatives and be worried or anxious about moving forward, or you have difficulty making a decision. You're not alone. Here are some SpinSucks community members who figured out they were in a fixed mindset and what they did about it. So Greg Brooks who likes to comment on everything, and we love him, said, growth mindset to me means two things happening every day. Number one, I have my eye on goal numbers, not current numbers. Yeah, yeah, this month's invoicing matters, but it never ever matters as much as next quarter's or next year's number and marching toward that. If I'm not asking myself at least once a day, is this going to get me to X percent growth? Then I'm not sufficiently focused. And the second thing that needs to happen every day is every effort or project sorts into one of four buckets based on high, low time, and high, low value. 
So high time, low value gets outsourced or automated. High time, high value gets set aside so I can focus and do them as quickly possible. Low time, low value are batch for efficiency or outsourced. And then low time, high value are done as early in the day as I can when there are fewer distractions and more clarity. I really like that approach. So think about it from your perspective, high, low time and high, low value. Put it into a quadrant and figure out from your perspective where that fits. That's a growth mindset. Jill Manti said, I started this year with my tried and true statement regarding business ownership. Owning your own business means never having enough time or money. I've worked very hard this year to overcome that, to realize it's not a universal truth and that just because it can be that way doesn't mean it has to be that way. Love that one too, Jill. I love both of these ideas. And I have one more strategy for you to keep yourself permanently in a growth mindset. Learning. Always be learning. When we were kids, of course, learning was thrust upon us. There was a structure and a curriculum we had to follow, right? Schools are set up for a fixed mindset, by the way. Don't get me started on how many smart kids are never learned to try because they thought ability was just something you were born with. Then we got older and we got jobs and we do a lot more of the same thing day in and day out. And it's really, really easy to stop learning new things. There's no time. I'm so busy. I just want to relax. I want to watch Netflix and chill. These are the things we tell ourselves. And so even though we might know there's a lot of interesting information and new skills and amazing opportunities out there, we simply just don't make the effort. When we do that, not only do we lose out on knowing the new thing, our brains get more rigid and more prone to the fixed mindset. So your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is to pick one new thing and schedule a few minutes a day or a few times a week that you're going to devote to just learning it. You know you have to schedule your gym time and your doctor's appointments, right? Those are the things you need to get done if you want to benefit from them, even if they're not exactly fun. I also really love Greg's approach at the quadrant. So think about that as well. You can treat learning something new the same way. Prioritize it, make time for it, and stay focused on your personal growth. It doesn't even matter what you learn. It's the process, not the outcome that we're going for here. It's going to spill over into your work as well, and you'll be that much more creative, innovative, and ready to take on tough challenges. I want to know what you're learning. Tweet me at SpinSucks and tell me what you're going to take on. Will it be fiber crafts, conversions and metrics tracking, game theory, ancient philosophies, or perhaps the SpinSucks 30-Day Communications Challenge? That would be awesome if you're game. We start that on January 2nd. The great part is it doesn't matter. When you actively learn, you keep your mind active and open to possibilities. So pick a thing, schedule your learning time, and let us know how it's going. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. Next week, we're going to be talking about networking, how to do it effectively for maximum benefit and without getting under anyone's skin. I'll talk to you then. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 